0: that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Hi everyone. I just wanted to add on to this. I was not gonna be on for four days, but I just felt I had to add this part in. So just want to let you know that um, I met with Stephen again today, actually, and therefore... We were able to get through some of the things that, you know, I like. obviously needed time to process. Like I was totally like fine in the moment and everything like that. And he had things that he wanted to say as well. So that was really good. But I got out a lot of the things I said uh, on here and I just thought it was important to let you know some of that. Um, so one of the first things I said was, you know, when you were saying about marriage and things, well, yes, I am. I'm married to God. And so one of the first things that he asked was, is God competition? And I'm like, I okay, like almost went over my head. I was confused, like, what? How can you just can't compete? Like, you can't compete with God. Like, but I didn't say that. I was just like, um, no, it's just anyway. So um, yeah, you just. What well, God is, God God is, the winner is the victor is always, the victor it doesn't change, and that's just that, um. But yeah, I just went on to explain, you know, what it really means. It just means that you know I'm kind of set apart, and I put God first, and everything in my life, you know, is about placing God first. So I'm, although I'm not, you know, um, although I was saying I wasn't married to an actual physical man, I am married to God terms of the Holy Spirit so that was really good to be able to like get that out um and I also said some other things as well you know but maybe some of the things he had said to me and it was just to say look you know um I wasn't like you know judging you or anything like that in any kind of way I don't know or or I don't know what what I was really thinking at the time with regards to things like what he said about his age and stuff (gasps) I just to let you know some of these bits and pieces, so that's good. I'm not going to add too much more into this unless I feel it really, really cold. Um, some really interesting things did happen to us today. We did go into the water again, into the sea, and it was lovely. It was, you know, really quite a nice temperature and everything. We're out quite deep. It was quite... Um, relaxing, calming, therapeutic, and clean and clear, especially at a certain kind of, like, level. Um, of course, the sea was kind of way out at the time that we were down there. And um. anyway, we did happen to see a couple of jellyfish, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, there's these little boys on, like, some little boat thing, and I was like, no, you have to, like, tell them, we have to tell them. And so... Um, yeah, so thanks very much to Stephen. He did tell them, Um, (laughs) but they were, like, huge. I'm like, no, they're this size. But anyway, um, yeah, definitely did see two of those. And then we saw two on the beach later on when we were walking by as well. So Just to be aware of that, that was the only two that we saw in the water, though, the entire time. So that was actually okay. I did wonder initially... If you know the one that was sort of like flowing along was maybe you know dead, but then again, we weren't too sure because it kind of almost looked like it was glowing, um, which was interesting. Um, anyway, that side, I also um stood on a fish, I believe it was like wiggling underneath me and it felt like it was really quite big. Like, you know, the way the flat fish go when they like wiggle like through the the sand, they kind of like to like rest under the sand. And then they start to wiggle. So it must have been resting under this place. And then all of a sudden I was just, oh my goodness. Um, And he's like, yeah, so you'd be like really calm. Yeah, I'd be calm if it was something, even if it was something big going past to a certain extent, depending on what it was. But obviously when something's like under your feet, it's like, oh my goodness, because you don't want to be standing on anything in the first place, let alone like, you know what I mean? Like that impactful. So that was really surprising. And that was quite different from obviously something just going past, as we were quite calm about the jellyfish, for example, going past. Me um, was talking about you know seals coming like right up um to folk on Aran or just off Aran, which is interesting. Anyway, um, so I just I thought I would kind of like let you know a little bit of this. I also wanted to state as well. Um, that our things were left on this part of the beach. We brought them down like closer to the water, but not too close. And we didn't expect the sea to go in that far. Um, you're going to have to... Oh, I was going to say you're going to have to wait to find out about this, but no, I will just let you know. So our things were there and then we realized, oh my goodness, like, I think the water is like right up. Well, it just so happened, thank you to Stephen. He rescued all our bits and pieces, but one of his items wasn't there. So everything else was there. It was all together apart from one item. This is so interesting. So it was his top, it was his t-shirt, it wasn't there. Everything else was there apart from that. And we were like, oh my goodness. And then I wondered like what the meaning of this was, you know, why just that? And we did have a kind of a look for it, but it was just that. And I'm thinking, look, why? And it was so interesting, right? So one of my acquaintances who is, you know, very interested in Godly matters. Um, It was his first name, and that is also the name, of course, of the saint who we're connected with, who is very important. And I'm going to tell you something else, whose part of scripture, Hebrews, big long story connected with this, you're going to find out, has been highlighted. But anyway, so, St. Paul. And then the Other part of the name of this t-shirt that he was wearing is also linked in terms of it is the English equivalent or English version of a name of a priest that we know of. And I'm sure you perhaps if you know me then you'll probably know who that is. So I was like, you put that together. So oh my goodness, that's it. So that was just I don't know. So he wasn't he couldn't wear that. It was like he came with that on he left without on um oh my goodness I wonder if it'll show up or turn up if it turns up let us know that would be great um but anyway so there you go um there could be a little swan or so going along with a you know what t-shirt on if you've managed to put those names together so there we go um but yeah, thanks very much to Stephen for rescuing all our bits and pieces apart from that top. That is so, so, just like, oh my goodness. One of those oh my goodness moments like this. Quite significant. Anyway, so let me tell you. So we checked our things. Thankfully, you know, um uh most of our bits and pieces were okay. And um, our phones were working. I Still can't charge mine because it's still detecting. There's, oh no, it's charging now. But it was detecting that there was some water in the phone for quite a wee while. There, so it couldn't even charge. Um, but yeah, it was totally fine. So, excellent. Um, I haven't gone for the the iPhone like mega kind of like, um, out there, thirteen plus or something maxes it or something. But it's the thirteen. I've got iPhone thirteen. And so it's really good. It's really quite good and waterproof. And luckily, so was Stevens as well. Um, As I say, everything else we had. Now, in my bag, I also had my Bible with me. And, you know, as I was saying, I was going to tell you how this all linked in with Hebrews. Three particular pages were all scrunched up, just scrunched up. Like someone like literally took just three pages out of this. Now, out of this entire situation... Of our things being on the beach to the point where these things were like just a bit floating on the water, and you know, oh my gosh, my notepads actually got like it's like one side looks wet, but then inside it, it's kind of like all right, oh, it's just such a miracle. I'm gonna have to take photos. Um, but anyway, I mean, how could this happen from a situation like that for only three pages? are scrunched up and impacted. I mean, the the outside of it is wet. Um, It has been impacted in terms, but all of the pages still open. But it's just these three pages, it's almost as if, you know, someone found them exactly, opened it up, didn't impact any other pages, but scrunched those. I mean, how does that even happen? So they were very, very important, they're very, very important to us, 5.55. Um, I'm not going to tell you what they are right now, but I hope to share them with you in the future. I've shared the pictures of them with Stephen, so he has the opportunity to to receive that how he will. Um, and I have, I read them all the way through, but I think to really take them in in a new way, you know, what it's like, like no matter how many times you read the Bible, you always gain a new perspective and a new angle. So, I will read it again because I know it's got to be like so extremely important. But these are three pages out of Hebrews only. Oh, goodness. Well, I say three pages, it's so kind of like the edges of those. Wait. It's like the edges in particular of. Well, it spans across one, two, three, four pages. But, yeah. So it's actually like two leaves that have been scrunched down in particular. Well, that makes it even more interesting because I should probably just concentrate on that. And I was going all the way over to the other page. Even though it's kind of scrunched up the top of it, It's it wasn't... Don't think. Oh no! Wait. No, it wasn't scrunched to the same degree as those two leaves. So four pages all together. That is interesting. Ah. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! That is really significant. Oh my goodness! I have to like relay this anyway. Okay, so just to let you all know that. That's really important that we got a lot of things cleared up. I still feel that we have a lot or more to go at least. Um, so there's other things to process and to work through. But just so you know, it's all going good. Thank you, and take care. Enjoy. Uh <clears throat> oh, thanks to God for the opportunity for this. <clears throat> the ability to be doing these broadcasts. And put this one out today, so I pray that I will be sharing it in a way which is completely godly aligned and meant to be. Um I have this extra portion I'm adding to this today, and we're going to be adding on from thoughts, feelings, things like that, and particularly from recent events. Okay, so the title, as you can see, is Keep Going, You Can Do It. This is really, really lovely. Um, and it reminds me of some of the kind of things that happened yesterday. Now, I was actually heading out into the sea. It was really quite nice and warm. There was a bit of a cool current at times as well. Anyway, what was happening was I'd headed out first, went into the sea, and then someone I noticed come along. I was talking on, I think, their headset or something like that, and then sat down not too far away from me. And eventually, uh, let's see what happened exactly. we both ended up heading out and he was kind of, like, coming over closer to, kind of, my, sort of, like, path and I was actually also recording, like, so I was trying to keep it in alignment with the camera and I noticed that he still kept, kind of, coming across, like, over towards my, kind of, way again and we did, we had already spoken, Um. And he was asking kind of questions that, um about, you know, do, do I do this on a daily? Because, you know, I kind of came out and, you know, you just get that way where you wonder like, what's the actual point of this? Like, but the that was one of the first things was like, you know, what are you from, here um, do you do this, like, I think basically trying to find out if I did this regularly, if I went into the water, and um, in any case, you know, I was I having to keep focus because obviously, um, I was doing what I had to do, but. I was listing. I was sort of um, wondering as well if he did the same thing, said yes, he had been out already in the morning. Um, you know, I, I'm i really quite focused, I don't remember like every single detail of the conversation but that's roughly, I said yes, well I did go in when it was really cold um, and it took time to acclimatise but even although... You know it's not as cold today. Like not having been in recently, it still takes me a wee while to acclimatise. And he did make a joke about the fact that there were like huge big fish in there. I was like, you're joking. I was like, yeah. Um, show me what size we're and all the rest of it. Okay. Um. But when we went out again, he went to go and. And he was like, okay, wait there, I'm going to just, like, I don't know if it was scared everything me or make sure everything's clear, that kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, right. So he went ahead of me and did that. And... You know, it eventually kind of got to the point where... You know he was of like saying, "Do you want to go out further?" I was like, "Yeah." So I did, and you know, come back with the these kind of questions like, "If I wasn't here, would you have gone out this far?" That kind of thing. Um. All this. And there was also questions as well, of. Of marriage and lifestyle and. All the rest too and in that moment, for whatever reason, the perception was that he didn't know God at the same level and so I was taking it that through discernment he was seeing it as marriage to just a person. And I was like that, so I hesitated as to how to answer this. And straight away, he judged that by, again, what I determined was his level. He was like, oh, like, you know, like, as if it wasn't good for me to be, like, um, you know. And again, it was the discernment. Now, the thing is, yes, I am, I am married to God. And that is the ultimate that's the ultimate point now, when it came to all these other things, and you know some of this some of the swearing that he did sharing with me what someone else had said, and then also saying something else um according to how he judged with another response to do with his age again, so a lot of kind of interesting judgments which are not the way things really are or where can have happened as well but yeah that's ultimately it yes I am I'm married to God and that is why what would have um, eventually happened did indeed happen but um obviously when it it comes to an actual man and that mad to and then they respond back to me and all the rest of it I'm like well you know hmm and um do you think I'd be standing here speaking to a random guy in the beach if I did I was like well would you would you like speak to you know a a random person but obviously again that would come out as well after like some of the, the swearing perhaps that he he shared which um maybe put on that trajectory but at the end of the day overall I um was really happy and pleased at the time it's not until later once you start to process everything think about it a little bit more but uh, it's so important that yes you know we do give people the opportunity to a certain extent if if that's what we're called to but also to remain focused as well um and it must have been right at the time. Perhaps the conversation is to continue. Perhaps he will hear it on here. But yes, the important thing is, yes, I am married to God. Not in this, not in the same way with regards to an actual physical man, but that is nothing with regards to the huge, most powerful relationship that I have with God who I am married to. Very, very important. Welcome to Love Lighthouse and our podcast broadcast for today, which is for Tuesday the 19th of July, 2022. Hebrews 10. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they have not ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me, in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering, and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering, some oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man... After he had offered one sacrifice for sins for ever, sat down in the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected for ever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities while well, I remember no more. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Okay, so I'm drawn to 18. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Okay, so you see how... Um there can be many different levels in terms of belief in the church. So it's very important to understand as well when people are thinking about the Reformed Church and also the Catholic Church that so there are members in there that are Reformed as well. Um because it's universal and that is what it means to be Catholic. It's there it's all encompassing. So there are gonna be people that are perhaps not lifted out of sin there are going to be other people that are eh, that have a remission of that they truly believe in Christ so they're not making an offering for sin they're doing things out of righteousness or out of love or kindness and there are various different levels perhaps to that so it's very important to understand that let's go to the next I'll go to 17 first. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. And having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having a heart sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful, that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So there we go. So, even although, this is the the point which people need to understand, is that even although there are people that seemingly are there in the midst of a mass, when there are people doing thin things where they're in their sins or they're talking about sins or they're confessing this or that, some people might be actually like saying that along because it's part of the wording of the mass, but they might not actually be really truly feeling that they might be truly on this end of the spectrum, and where they really truly believe in Christ and all they're doing is actually turning up there to worship, so they're there for love and to also to help other people, look out of good works, so very important. Let's move back on, and um, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking, for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries, He that despised Moses' law died without mercy, under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorer punishment, suppose ye, shall be, he be thought worthy, who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despite unto the spirit of grace? For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord, and again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, but call to remembrance of former days in which, after ye were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions, partly whilst ye were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst ye became companions of them that were so used. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience that, after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul the word Well the realisation of all of this actually ended up having me thinking um, about things that are biblical um, in relation to people that even have or hold the same name as that person to um, leading back to the introduction there and, and what happened at the beach. So it also made me think differently even about the biblical Stephen and Saul situation, I don't think it's how a lot of people have made out. And I think there's a lot of, or where perhaps a lot of, unknown factors involved. Um, I don't think quite getting the gist of it in terms of Saul. Do you know that? No I really don't I don't No It's given me insight I'm not saying it's exactly linked to that situation But it's given me insight If someone tries to blaspheme or like a pawn tries to come against or to attack a king. There's going to be a whole load of other people including the queen and other um, perhaps even females that do step in. And you know that is, that is actually... appeared to happen yesterday oh it was interesting it was interesting again uh, that's it's bringing me back to the biblical again not saying it's exactly linked but it's making me rethink these things in a more in-depth way actually in defense now of Saul and I'd like to look in further as well, obviously, uh, into the others as well, into and, and hopefully, um, you know, you you want to see this person um, do better as well, and to elevate somehow and um, bring back that that opportunity somehow for them to have some form of uh, what would say recuperation, some form of rejuvenation, some form of you know. Coming back and, and leveling up and and doing better, but we can always determine that. You see, like Saul didn't go ahead and do anything, but people would assume that oh, because people left their jacket Saul and then went off to deal with uh, Stephen in the Bible, that that somehow like linked it somehow you know Saul is to be blamed, but what happened on the lead up to that and what actually happened against Saul not to give justification entirely to the situation but we don't quite get to see and through this situation I am seeing more than I saw and what I experienced was coming into something with good intent and only that but then overhearing things even although I wanted to hear better because of my own human nature as well as my godly perspective, obviously I'm, I'm a female, I'm a human and I do want to like see the best in people and when that falls short, yeah it's not good for me, I want to like make up for, I want them to be better somehow, I want them to be up a level, like I but I can't bring myself down to boost someone up. That is not going to work. And them trying to do that or say someone trying to do that to King, to a king, to King Saul or King David or any of the kings uh, of the, the royal priesthood and the royal house um, in that line with Jesus. And we can't really... <sighs> you, you can't bring yourself down and you can't say it's their fault. It's just not. It's not... Doing that and continuously making that out is not going to help people to better themselves or to do better. It can, kind of, almost might end up leading, if we're not careful, to them. You know, and just. Their well, not it wouldn't by purpose by leading them to their own demise, but it's not you know, we keep taking the blame. Um, of course, to a certain degree, as a sovereign, this is true that there is so much power and what's going out into the realm can't, can come back, but we do have to understand from the very real perspective and point of view, and the physical truth as well as the spiritual truth, that God is God. But there is also the Antichrist. So there's Christ and there is the Antichrist. Now, obviously, um, Saul was before that time um, in the situations there. Biblically, again, not saying this is exactly related to yesterday, what happened in the beach, but it opened up my entire mind to this because of that activation point of the name that he gave Stephen. And I'm telling you, there are so many realizations that brought forward because of what happened there. And I do not think that, you know, you just blame every sovereign for someone else's rude or disrespectful or low level behavior. You can't, you know what I mean? You have to be realistic here and thankfully we can understand its powers and principalities too and how they're being judged. As well. Well, obviously I wanted to see the best. I wanted to try and have as much mercy as I could for the person as well. But um no, so they were making out that they had no connections in that way, and of course, the next minute I was like, Oh well, I think this will be the last for me to get like looking back and I'm like, okay, towards the shore. And then this person is um I don't know if it's like a woman or a girl or what um, was there seemingly having a go um, and uh, he went away and again so it's like well I mean don't want to judge could have been anyone but he was making out that he was there and free in that situation in that moment and you know not coupled not married and we have to put this back to men as well like if you have someone that you have a union with and God has brought you together or a a child in that union do you know and understand the huge level of commitment and the importance that has the blessing that you've been given but also you know not to negate the importance of the woman in that situation like you know you can't like Chuck away like folk like that. They are so they are important, and the way that you come to a situation, how you treat a woman, how you um, behave towards someone like that, and then how you are behaving towards other people, and and how you are coming into situations towards someone that's a sovereign. You know when the sovereign knows, feel well about these things, and the rebuke that can take place, perhaps even if the Sovereign gives you mercy and wants the best for you, you know, what other people are doing or how they might respond may not necessarily be at the same level of mercy that that Sovereign would give, but that is not, again, not a something that is directly just merely the sovereign's fault. This is so vital to understand but it's so important that people look before you step out know who you are in God and listen to what God has to say about you. But consider your ways and consider how you treat women. Especially obviously (laughs) I'm saying this to men but you know, oh, it is so, so important. You, you know, you can't hide that it comes out in how you speak men, how you speak to other women, how you speak to other people, and it is not hidden from a community. Like, you know, um, you cannot just control that community or say, oh, it's, it's that so you know, the sovereign's fault for um, this, the fact that you didn't know you... Yes, are in that realm, and thankfully with the mercy and the help of the Sovereign, but you and how you treat a woman or other women or other people or a community is something that, you know, we each, that you have to work on with God. And rightly so, maybe perhaps, I mean, I know it would have happened the way that it would have happened for God, but you know I ended up there with completely good intention. Everything everything I did, everything I said, completely good intent. Mm-hmm. Mm. However, um that is I would have liked to have been able to continue on with the conversation but I am um, married to God so hopefully this does definitely get out there um, and if i meant to have that further conversation to help um, the entirety, perhaps him the community, whatever else um, and myself then you know hopefully that, that comes about, I really I hope so um, but we cannot look back and, and that is so important so perhaps that was one thing as well that maybe in that moment it is a form of looking back hmm. mm-hmm. and, and so perhaps that's a lot to do with it but perhaps again it's difficult when other people are looking back to previous situations and perhaps that, for me as well, even although I would never initially intend to set out to do that, the fact that they were looking back on even a story of, it was like, you know, have you been along that side of the beach and then he's saying about the people along there and I'm thinking, Oh, so his looking back to his previous experiences at another point in the beach and then something that was said and bringing that into the conversation and that language into our conversation. So I take no, um, what is it? Entirely, i have having to look, look back. There's 10. Two... So on this one. Hmm. Oh yes, yeah, going to be on the next page. Pi- not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him. keep going. Rethink, when we're in these situations, what is coming to the fore. Being in the present moment is important to be and being thankful for that. Hmm. Should I do remember doing that as well? As be mindful of everything from thoughts, not just words, but thoughts and all of this as well is coming together with the the theme of water and the connection as well. Really, really important. So once again, thank you very much, Stephen, for um for your good works and making sure that everything was clear and going forward doing the best that you can to be in the present moment and move forward in a positive and good mindset as well so a prayer here at the end. God, we pray for those such as the biblical, I point out, Stephen and those involved in that situation for the saving of their souls. Oh Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We also pray for those um, such as the Stephen that I met and all of us that we are blessed and that we keep moving forward in the faith of God. We pray for those who have a pain from a past and that draw back to that painful past and instead that they will accept God's, Jesus Christ's healing in order to move forward into productive, good, positive, new, fresh cycles in their life with themselves, the people around them and their communities and the wider world. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer.